the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. Today we come to pray and to hear Jesus' answers. Our phone number in studio that you can call to pray live on air, 877 534 0780. 877-534-0780. Our brother Drew is in studio right now, and he'll take your call. And you can come live on the show, and you can pray. Now, I'd like to share with you just a short piece from the book Holy Spirit Revivals by Charles Finney. It's the account of his coming to Jesus and his praying. And then we'll begin our time of prayer. During Monday and Tuesday, my conviction increased, but still it seemed as if my heart grew harder I could not shed a tear. I could not pray. I had no opportunity to pray above a whisper, and frequently I felt that I would find relief in prayer if I could just be alone where I could use my voice and express myself. I was shy and avoided speaking to anyone on the subject as much as I could because... I didn't want to arouse any suspicion that I was seeking the salvation of my soul. Tuesday night, I became very nervous. And in the night, a strange feeling came over me as if I was about to die. I knew that if I did die, I would sink down to hell. But I quieted myself as best I could until morning. At an early hour on Wednesday, I started for the office. But just before I arrived at the office, something seemed to confront me, as if an inward voice said to me, What are you waiting for? Did you not promise to give your heart to God? What are you trying to do? Are you endeavoring to work out a righteousness of your own? At this point, the whole question of Gospel salvation was open to me in a marvelous manner. I think I then saw as clearly as I ever have in my life the reality and fullness of the atonement of Jesus. I saw that his work is a finished work, and that instead of needing any righteousness of my own to recommend me to God, I had to submit myself to the righteousness of God through Christ. Gospel salvation seemed to be an offer to be accepted, something that was full and complete, and all that was necessary on my part was to agree to give up my sin and accept Christ. Instead of being a thing to be brought about by my own works, salvation was a thing to be found entirely in the Lord Jesus Christ, who presented himself before me as my God and my Savior. Without being distinctly aware of it, I stopped in the middle of the street where that inward voice had first come upon me. 
How long I remained in that position, I cannot say, but after I contemplated this distinct revelation for a while, the inner voice seemed to ask, Will you accept it now, today? I replied, Yes, I will accept it today, or I will die in the attempt. The north of the village, over a hill, lay a stretch of woods in which I used to walk almost daily when the weather was pleasant. It was now the 10th of October, and the time passed for my frequent walks there. Nevertheless, instead of going to the office, I turned and bent my course toward the woods, feeling that I must be alone and away from all human eyes and ears so that I could pour out my prayer to God. But still my pride showed itself. As I went over the hill, it occurred to me that someone might see me and suppose that I was going away to pray. Yet there was probably not a person on earth who would have suspected such a thing had he seen me walking up that hill. But so great was my pride and so much was I possessed with the fear of man that I sulked along the fence until I got so far out of sight that no one from the village could see me. I then made my way into the woods nearly a quarter of a mile, went over on the other side of the hill and found a place where some large trees had fallen across each other, leaving an open place between them. There I saw I could make kind of a closet. I crept into this place, and I knelt down to pray. As I had turned to go up into the woods, I recollect having said, I will give my heart to God, or never will I come down from here. I recall repeating this as I went up. I will give my heart to God before I ever come down again. But when I attempted to pray, I found that my heart would not pray. I had supposed that if only I could be where I could speak aloud without being overheard, I would pray freely. But when I tried, I was mute. I had nothing to say to God or at least I could say only a few words, and those without heart. In attempting to pray, I would hear a rustling in the leaves and would stop and look up to see if somebody was coming. I did this several times. Finally, I found myself sinking fast to despair. I said to myself, I cannot pray. My heart is dead to God. It will not pray. I then reproached myself for having promised to give my heart to God before I left the woods. When I tried, I found I could not give my heart to God. My soul hung back. My heart was in no way going out to God. I began to feel deeply that it was too late for me, that I was past hope, that God must have given up on me. I then began to think my promise rash, that I would give my heart to God that day or die in the attempt. It seemed to me as if that were binding upon my soul, and yet I was going to break my vow. A great discouragement came over me, and I felt almost too weak to get up on my knees. And just at that moment, I again thought I heard someone approach me, and I opened my eyes to see whether it was so. 
But just then it was distinctly shown to me that my pride was the great difficulty that stood in my way. An overwhelming sense of my wickedness in being ashamed to have a human being see me on my knees before God took such powerful possession of me that I cried at the top of my voice and exclaimed that I would not leave the place if all the men on earth and all the devils in hell surrounded me. What I said such a disgraced such a degraded sinner as I am on my knees confessing my sins to the great and holy God? How can I be ashamed to have any human being, a sinner like myself, find me on my knees, eavesdropping to make my peace with my offended God? The sin of pride appeared awful, infinite. It broke me down before the Lord. At that point, this passage of Scripture seemed to drop into my mind. Then you will pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Jeremiah twenty-nine, twelve and 13. Somehow I knew this was a passage of Scripture, though I do not think I'd ever read it. I knew that it was in God's Word and God's voice that spoke to me. I instantly seized hold of this with my heart. I had intellectually believed the Bible before, but never had I known that faith was a voluntary trust instead of an intellectual state. I was conscious of trusting at that moment in God's veracity. I cried to him, Lord, I take you at your word. You know that I'm searching for you with all my heart and that I've come here to pray to you. And you have promised to hear me. I told the Lord that I would take him at his word, that I knew he could not lie, and that I was therefore sure that he heard my prayer and that I would find him. Well, that's in Holy Spirit Revivals by Charles Finney. We've come to pray. You're welcome to call 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. You're welcome to call and pray. Lord Jesus, we come to pray and for you to answer. Lord, my heart has been stirred all morning with tears. For I know that many today Yea, even some listening right now. Lord, their hearts are searching, but they're filled with pride. So much so they can't even pray. Lord, I'm asking right now for those men and those women, those boys and girls, whose hearts are desperate, that you would give them the ability to pray, that they would cry out to you and that you would hear them. For I know you are a God who answers our prayers. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your holy name. 
Amen. Again, the phone number is 877-534-0780. We have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Hello, Welcome. yes. Yes, please yes, pray. Yes, I'm on air? Yes. Yes. How you doing, Pastor? I've been listening to you for quite a while, and I love the way you preach and give everybody a chance to give glory to the Lord. And I'm just trying to give a prayer right now and also a little bit of revelation through his prayer so he can guide me and us. Good. Thank you. Please pray. Yes. Dear Lord, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, thank you for your love. Thank you for sending your only begotten son to save us from our sins. And thank you, Lord, for staying with us even when we are sinning, when we sin in thy sight. Yes. Oh, Lord, please open up these people's ears so you can, so they can hear what you have brought forth to me to share with them. And walk it against you in a lot of ways. And right now, I just need help to further your word that you have taught me. And if you will allow me to teach the pastor and the listeners that are listening and let your name be glorified, not my glory, Lord, but your your name, for the, for your name's sake. Thank you. So here's, here's um, what the Lord had given me. Um, he has showed me his word down to his letters, each and every letter, because Jesus Christ said he's going to prepare a place for us. So what he did, he came and gave his life and defeated the A of Adam. So therefore, he established a new A, which is an alphabet. So now, it for so many years, and I've had it for so long, and I'm trying to share it with so many people, but I don't get no reaction. So right now, I'm just going to share one single letter with, with the house of God right now. Okay, here we go. When you look at a capital G, you look at it carefully, you'll see a foot on top. Okay, so that's Jesus when he's risen because his foot is risen above. And as you look at that, that G very carefully, you'll see a curve. Now, that curve represents Christ from actual revelation, which is mainly Paul. So once you're looking at that G, you're looking at a capital C attached to a, to a T. So now the foot on top of that G is Jesus when he's risen, and the curve is Christ. And the T is for the Father. So the T represents truth, which is the Father. And you got the Christ, which is righteousness. When you're looking at the G, you're looking at a C and a T. And it becomes the city of God. Now, Jesus Christ said, if you see me, you see my Father. So when you're looking at the capital C itself, that's see me, which is Jesus Christ. And then the T is my Father. So both the Father and the Son is in one letter to make that G. So when you're looking at that G, you're not looking at a pearl G anymore. You're looking at a G's because you now see the capital C and you see the T. So therefore, there are two letters. So now that G becomes pearl. So now you're looking at G's. Now you're looking at a G's. So now once you go to Ephesians 1, you'll hear that we, the word us is predestined. So we are the us of the world. So once you put the G's, with the us, now you have Jesus. So now that's Jesus when he comes back for the Gentiles, because in the beginning he came for the Jews, which started with a J. So now he's come back for the Gentiles. That's why 
you have the letter G's, the letter G. So I don't know. I pray to God that you hear me and understand, and hopefully the Lord will bless your heart so you can understand and hear it because right now I just feel that I'm compelled to do his work. Thank you so much, and God bless you all. Pastor, you you have anything to say? I'll never look at the letter G in the same way again. Yes, sir. It's, it's the truth, Lord. It's, it's the truth, because I know I've been having this word for many years. And I just haven't had people to sit down and talk. So when she's looking at that G, you're looking at a capital C, and you're looking at a T. The capital C is for Jesus Christ, and the T is for the Father. They are never separated, because the, the C is sitting on the right side of the T. So Jesus Christ is on the right side of his Father. He's sitting on the right side. So anytime you're looking at that G, that the C is coming from the right side of that T. And now it's pearl. It's not a G. It's pearl. So it's a G's, and we are the us of the world. All you have to do is go to Ephesians 1, and you hear everything concerning us. And therefore, once you put G's and the us together, we have Jesus. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, brother. I'm glad you're listening. Yes. If anybody wants to take my number and call me or something, that would be great. I just need some help right now. Uh, Give us your number. Um, can you hear me, or is it going on air? You're on air live. Well, I can't give the world my my number. <laughs> well, hey, it, my number's out there. Okay, it's 240-426-2844. I'll be glad to give additional information, because right now I, I need all the help, and I'm I'm slipping. I'm, I feel like I'm backsliding, and I don't want the power of the hand of God to fight against me, because it's not just me that I'm representing, but, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people in this world. So I really want to do his work and let it get out. So therefore, a lot of us sinners that are sinning can can know that the glory is in the earth. The glory of the Lord is in the earth. God bless you, brother. I'll be praying for you. Yes, Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. Bye. Mr. Producer, do we have another call? Good, we have another caller. We just lost the caller. Okay, please. Okay. Would you all, as we wait for this call, remember this brother and pray for him? He said he's feeling like he's slipping. He has a heart to serve God. Pray for him. Okay, brother, do we have a a phone call? I'm here. Hi, welcome. Please pray, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. Father, I pray for your will to be done in our nations, and I pray specifically for our churches. And I think of the um, many who don't know you as their Savior, and I pray that your gospel would be preached fully in truth. I pray that there will be an understanding that they've been separated from you because of sin and that salvation is only through Jesus. And um, and I pray that they would realize they need a new birth. I pray that that gospel would be preached across our nation and that it would cause people to humble themselves before you and be saved. And I think of the 
people that I've talked with who are bitter against you, they think that you are not loving, please uh, humble their heart, be glorified in their eyes, and and I pray for their salvation as well. And I, I pray for those who are um, who have been saved and then they've um, gone back to things of this life, they're um, focused on earthly things. And I pray that there would be a revival that would bring um, Christians to truly follow you with their whole hearts. I pray for um, those who are settled in sin. Um, maybe they've been saved, but then they went back to sin and they tried and failed and uh, to, they failed to overcome it. Um, but they weren't trusting in your power. And so I pray that you would have mercy on them that you would break that bondage of sin, that you would lead them to fully trust and fully surrender to you. And there are many in my family. Um, I pray for mercy on them. I I pray for a revival across our country. Yes. I pray for... I pray that you would increase uh, pastor ministry and that you would cause these messages to go further. And I pray for all who listen to these messages, please work in their hearts and lead them closer to you. I pray if there's anyone who hasn't humbled themselves before you for salvation, that you bring conviction of sin and the faith to trust in your power to be saved, to deliver them. I pray that we would be fully cleansed from sin sanctified, and I pray for the fullness of your spirit. I also pray for Washington, D.C., that you would break the bondage of the enemy, that you would be glorified. And thank you for giving Pastor Ray those promises, and I pray that you would prepare him and prepare us for the great awakening that you're going to bring. Yes. That we would be fully cleansed and and prepared for your power. And please, um, please lead us as we follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, our, our phone number is 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Okay, the phone lines are wide open. You're welcome to call now. Lord Jesus, you were very clear with me this morning that there are many who claim your name and who are eager to participate in the things of of holiness. But they find themselves slipping and sliding. They find themselves sinning against you. Their conscience is guilt-stricken. They have not yet entered fully into that humility of heart where they know they are in utter poverty of spirit before you. 
to allow you to heal and cleanse and restore and give them an identity in you, Jesus. They still are about themselves. They're still filled with pride. They still think they can do it. They still give their members to the works of darkness. And so they trust in lying words that they can't lose their salvation. Lord, it breaks my heart to hear people say to me, oh, I can't lose my salvation when I know they're walking in sin against you. They've been deceived. But they don't want to face the reality that they must be washed and entirely given and sanctified or they cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Lord, they still think it's about self-improvement. It's legalism. Lord, this is all a gift of righteousness that's real and everyday and practical, walking without sin by the power of your blood, Jesus, or they're going to be lost. But they can't face the fact that they'll be lost, so they rely in a refuge of lies. Lord, I'm asking today, for an awakening among your people. I'm asking that you would do the same thing with many who are listening today as you did with Charles Finney. That a great conviction would come upon them that if they do not surrender to you, Jesus, they are going to die and be cast into the hell of of eternity. Lord, this kind of conviction can only come by your Holy Spirit and it requires a great humility of heart. Lord, I'm asking, please, would you send your Holy Spirit? Would you minister right now to those who are listening who are still walking in rebellion against you, who are still walking in the pleasure of their flesh, who are still giving their members over to things of darkness, to pornography or pride, the love of money, the lust of ambition for success, trying to be somebody, trying to be recognized. Lord, Would you come and minister to our broken hearts before you? Would you bind up the brokenhearted? Oh, Jesus, would you come close? Would you come for your church? Lord, would you give your pastors a backbone to preach the true gospel and stop this pleasing, effeminate attitude of of pleasing? Lord, would you give them backbones to preach an honest word of truth, whether they be men or women? Give them backbones. 
Lord, if ever there was a time in the church when we needed to hear the straight, unvarnished gospel, it is now. Lord, I know you're greatly distressed by the wickedness you see in your people and in your church and in those who are called pastors. Lord, would you come and minister now? Would you take our pride and bury it? Would you give us the ability to pray, to cry aloud to you, to be unashamed before you? Lord, thank you. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Our phone lines are wide open. Would you humble your heart today and pray? Will you cast off the mask of the devil and pray? Lift up your voice in praise for Jesus. Lift up your voice, if necessary, in confession and humility before God. To not be concerned about what other people are going to think or what they're going to say, but simply unashamedly open your heart before God. Would you pray? 877-534-534. 0780. This is your time. I'm giving you this time to call and pray. And the Lord will bless you if you do that. Lord, Lord Jesus, I'm asking for a great outpouring of deep conviction upon every person listening today. Conviction of sin, of wickedness, of lukewarmness, or for those who are walking in righteousness, a great conviction of what you would have them do and say to be fishers of men, to minister to those that they're with, that that all fear would be removed from their hearts, that they would receive holy boldness to proclaim your love and your mercy and your grace, but also your righteousness, your justice, your purity. Lord, I just come by faith today. You told me you would meet the needs of the people. I come saying, yes, Lord, I agree that you right now are meeting the needs of the people who are listening to this broadcast. Some, Lord, need conviction of sin and a broken heart. They need to be humbled before you. Lord, others need to be encouraged and strengthened and lifted up. Lord, others need to be healed of their physical sickness. For you said, by your stripes we are healed. 
So, Lord, I pray, I lift up my hands right now and pray for healing in that person that you've chosen right now to touch. Lord, I know you're moving. I pray for healing in that person's body right now. Lord, thank you. Hmm. If you were just healed, call and give testimony. Praise the name of Jesus. Okay, put the caller through. Welcome. Right Please now, pray. Lord, I know you're moving. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you at this hour. We bless you. Uh, sister, could you turn your radio down? Turn your turn your radio down. Thank you. We're on a a time delay. Okay. Okay. Please please pray. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you at this hour. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have come, O God, dear Lord, acknowledge our short falling before the throne of mercy. But you told us, O oh God, that we should come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy. We have come as church, as family, as individual, as nation, Lord, to pour out our spirit before the throne of grace this hour. We say thank you for your mercy. We thank you, dear Lord, O oh God, for giving us grace, yes. giving Lord, to reach this far that you did not destroy the earth because it is your mercy that caused us to reach this far. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. According to your word, you say, O God, in the last day, Lord, there will be perilous time. And even we should be watchful in those last days. You gave us even scripture. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke, 20, Luke 21. Yes. The coming of Christ, that we should be watchful. That in this time, dear Lord, the word says that there will be crisis. Even in the book of Revelation 13, you talk about the mark of the beast that there will be full shorting. They will force people to receive the mark. If you don't have the mark, there will be no selling, no buying. And so, Lord, you told us to be watchful on these signs. When we see these signs, we will know that your coming is near, even at the door. And so help us, O God, dear Lord, and give your word, your true word to your people, who is your minister of the gospel, to preach the word of truth to your church. Yes. Lord, the truth is missing in the church. The pastors are compromising with the truth. And so men are going astray. Father, yes. we pray. We have come, O oh God, came from from you, you created us in different form, and we are going back in different form, and so we lose sight of the way we came from. You mow us by, by dust, 
Patrick, and we are going back in, in debt. And so, Lord, we lose heaven, the sight of heaven. But we pray, dear Lord, that you, O oh God, will bring us in connection with you, dear Jesus, because you gave your life and your ransom so for us, because you love us. And yes. so you gave yourself away for us, willingly. Oh God, help us. Let us acknowledge what you have done for us. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We give you the praise, O oh God, and help us, O oh God, to walk in newness of life. Lord, this world is not our home. We are strangers. We are going different place, which is heaven. You wish you prepare for us, and so you do not. You you don't want us to perish. Lake of fire is those who refuse to obey you. Oh God. Help us, dear Lord, that we will not find ourselves in that direction. We bless you this hour, Lord. Oh, God, as I learned, Savior, that this, this uh, uh, nation are planning something to bring this uh, uh, nation to one, one new world government, which is the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast, if you don't have a law, you cannot buy. You cannot sell. So, uh, please, I want to read this from Revelation. And he, he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the beast, the image of the beast should be killed. And he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark in their forehead or in their for in their for in their hand, in their right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Yet is wisdom. Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is 603 score and 6. So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We are in the end time, O oh God. Yes. So, Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will give us the strength, Lord, to overcome all these things, dear Lord, that we should be committed, that we should repent of our sin. Repenting is mercy in the church. The message of repenting is mercy in the church. Men appreciate prosperity, blessing, and all those things. Uh, physical uh, um, thing is what they are preaching, but repenting. Men say, wish John the Baptist preach. Wish you preach. Wish Peter and the rest of the apostles preach. Paul preach. These things are missing in the church, oh Lord. So we are going astray. We pray, dear Lord, that you will bring us back, oh God, as flow into the sheepfold, dear Lord. The Father, we, oh God, will be saved through your grace. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. 
Lord, I thank you for my sister's prayer today. Amen. I thank you for her understanding of the word. I thank you that you have brought to her an understanding by God's grace. And now Mm -hmm. I ask, Lord, that you would fill her with the fullness of the Holy Spirit and make her a bold witness and testimony of your love and of your righteousness. Lord, would you strengthen her and encourage her and give her a place of witness and testimony. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you. Well, our phone lines are open, and we have time for probably one more call. You can call us at 877-534-0780. Lord, I just come pleading your mercy for each of those today who are struggling in their walk. They know they're not right with you. They believed lies that they could not lose their salvation, and they don't know the dire situation they're in. They don't know the thin thread by which they hang, that they could, as Jonathan Edwards said, be cut off in a moment because they they are walking in unrighteousness but claiming a false belief in your mercy. Lord, I pray that those today who are still walking in wickedness, who are trying their best. Lord, it's not in trying our best. It's in trusting in you, Jesus. It's being cleansed by your blood. It's having a work of circumcision done in our hearts by the hand of Jesus himself. Lord, would you turn your people from their wicked ways today? And would you cause the church to repent in America? Lord, would you come powerfully now and minister in this Washington metro area and across this nation and in other nations as they listen to this broadcast? Oh, Lord, we're in trouble. And we need you, Jesus. We need you to come in another great awakening of Pentecost power, else we are going to perish. Many, Lord, are taking the vaccine that's no vaccine at all, that is unto destruction. I pray your mercy. I pray your deliverance. I pray your healing for each. Lord, the enemy is such a deceiver, such deception, such lies. Lord, my trust today is in you and the manna that comes from your hand. My trust today is in your word. Lord, I live by your word, by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Lord, I pray for your church today that our eyes will be open and our hearts will be given understanding that your healing will flow in our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. 
come, Lord Jesus, in your mercy. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Today is a day of prayer, but it's also a day for Jesus to answer our prayer. So our phone number here in studio is 877-534-0780. I invite you to call. We have time for one more call. 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. You're welcome to call and pray. Lord, how can I not pray for your people? Mighty God, we have another caller. Welcome, please pray. Lord, we come before you humbly in Jesus' name today through the precious blood of the Lamb. God, I lift up the church in America to you right now, Father God. Lord, we're in a situation where we need you to show up and show out and show through. It's not an hour, God, where revival is an option, but Lord, it is a total necessity. Wake us up there, God, by your mercy today. Lord, let us sense your presence in a new and fresh way. Let the joy of the Lord hit the church, God, as it's never hit the church before. In the spirit of repentance, Lord, may it come like a mighty flood across, Lord, the pulpits, across the pews, across the uh, amen corner, across, uh, God, everyone that walks into the house of God, whether they be saved or unsaved. Let that spirit of conviction hit us, Lord, so deeply, God, that we come to our knees, and Lord, we begin to cry out for the living God and cry out for the manifestation. Even the whole world, the whole creation groaneth and travaileth and pain together until now for the manifestations of the sons of God. And Lord, we must manifest it for your will to be done. It must be manifested in this hour, God. And may you raise up preachers of righteousness, Lord, that would preach, God, the the fire, the Holy Ghost in fire. You said in the last days that you would make your angel spirits and your ministers a flame of fire. And Lord, we're asking you to raise up preachers of righteousness that would preach like a flame of fire. God, even as uh, Dwight D.L. Moody, who experienced great success in his ministry and was asked why he experienced such great success. And he said, uh, I asked the Lord to set me a fire, and they come to watch me burn. And, Lord, let us burn for you today. Let us not burn out, but let us burn up, burn up uh, the dross and burn up the chaff and burn up everything, God, that's in the way of your will. And may we submit our, our lives to your perfect will in this moment, God. And, Lord, we lift up the nations that are suffering right now, like Israel that's uh, suffered this uh, t- uh, terrible calamity, God, in India, which is suffering under this uh, 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 pestilence of COVID. God, we curse COVID at its roots. We ask you to pour out your mercy upon the nation of India right now, God. Yes. Dear Lord, we ask for the nations. We call them by name. We ask for the nations, Lord that they would come to you today in Jesus' name. We give you praise and thanks for it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Brother Tom, thank you. God bless you. Lord, I just pray right now for Brother Tom. Lord, encourage his heart and give him a powerful testimony to bear everywhere he goes in his business. Lord, carry him in your arms. Lord, his wife is gone. But Lord, he's still He's still here. Give him a powerful testimony and comfort his heart even yet. Thank you. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. My heart cry is that you would come under deep conviction. If you're in sin, deep conviction needing repentance. If you're If you're saved and you're walking clean, then deep conviction that you must share and must have the fullness of the Holy Spirit's power in your life. I'd love to hear from you. Please write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Or please go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, nationalprayerchapel.com. You can give online. This is a faith ministry. Each month I wait upon the Lord to cover the cost for the radio time that we buy here in Washington. And then we also are on the Internet, on the YouTube. Please share those YouTubes. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. Every new subscription counts as Google looks at that, and then they spread us according to the number of subscriptions we have. So please subscribe. Please, if there's any block in your prayer life, humble your heart and cry aloud to God and let him deal honestly with your heart. Get clean by the blood of Jesus. Jesus.